0: hello and welcome to the local leaders podcast i'm your host jeff johnson the local leaders podcast provides a platform for successful business owners to share their stories their experiences their advice and their ideas in order to help our listeners achieve more success in their business and in their lives get ready another great show is coming up Hey, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Local Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Johnson, and we want to welcome all of our listeners to the show. And I want to introduce our, our guest for today, and, and we're really thrilled to, to have um, to have Tracy on today, but it's Tracy Beyer, and she's the owner of Monster Cookies and More in Waterloo, Iowa. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, good morning, and and thank you for being here. We um, we really appreciate it, and look forward to to kind of sharing your story and and uh, getting it out there, and uh, hope hopefully help some of our listeners who you know may be in a similar situation uh, with their business that that you you're in and uh, are looking to to do better to um, you know be more successful and and maybe even to grow. So, with that said, I'll just hand it off to you, Tracy, and and just ask you to tell us a little about Monster Cookies.
1: All right. Well, to kind of start it off, um, I have loved to bake ever since I was a little girl. And uh, when I started this, it was really just going to be kind of a a side thing, a little extra thing on the side. Um, I was working at the school system as a paraeducator educator um, at the time, and every job, every family gathering that I've ever gone to. Um, Always bring cookies. And everybody loved my monster cookies. And they were like, Oh my gosh, you know, everybody wants you to bring them. And um, you know, I had a friend that just kept saying, you know, Tracy, if you would just sell these cookies, you would just be a millionaire, you know. And I'm just <laughs> like, I just don't know, you know. So then just after a while, I was like, you know what? I think, I think we'll just try try and do something here. So I kind of looked into some things and um started selling at the this local grocery store that I used to work at um that my friend managed and um you know it was going pretty good and uh the first year of my business I um I worked at the schools as well so I worked Monday through Friday I would come home Friday night I would set up my kitchen and so my business is out of my home I do not have a storefront so I started in my personal home kitchen and um, got it inspected and all of that kind of stuff. And so I would come home on Friday night. I would set up my kitchen, get everything ready, and you know sometimes I would bake until two, three o'clock in the morning. I would go to bed, get up at nine o'clock, do deliveries, come home, start baking again, and then deliver at night. And I would do this every weekend. And I did this for almost a year, um, my first year of the business. And all of all of the money that I made, I put Right back into the business, and um, after a year, I took a uh, a leave of absence, a one-year leave of absence from my job to see if I could kick this off all by myself. Um, and uh, after that first year, I was making as much as I was at the schools, and uh, starting to to you know get things going. Got some more retail businesses and. Um, started getting a following, you know, people placing orders and picking things up and um, a lot of freedom with my time. You know, it's exciting to, uh, to be your own boss sometimes and uh, have your own schedule. And, you know, I have kids still and and sports and all of those kinds of things. So um you know, if I have to bake in the middle of the night, I can bake in the middle of the night. If I have to bake during the day, I can bake during the day and I can, you know, rearrange my schedule however I want to do it, um, to get things done. Um, so uniquely, you know, sometimes people don't, didn't quite understand that I was out of my home. So they would, you know, want to come and pick things up and we would Mm -hmm. set up a time and all of that kind of stuff. So, um, that was, that was probably uh, one of the bigger challenges at the beginning anyway.
0: Yeah, I can see that because people you probably saw some hesitancy at times on their face when you know, yep. no, <laughs> no, you can't come. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yep. And 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 throughout the years, trust me, I've had people knock on my door <laughs> oh
0: my looking
1: for things and so, which is fine, but um it is just funny to me, you know, sometimes. So but Um, but monster cookies and more. So monster cookies was my specialty and it is my top seller tenfold. Um, But the more incorporates anything that I want to, um, anything that I want to do, anything that I want to add, anything that I want to have on the side, um, which has worked out great. So I do, I do do um, breads. I have a line of breads and then I also have a line of protein products so I do protein balls and protein bars, and um, I'm kind of a gym nut. So all of those things uh, kind of go with that part of my life, and it works out really good. And so yeah,
0: that's that's um, that's really cool. I see, and and for those of you who are listening, if you didn't see it come across the screen earlier, um, if you're listening and starting to get hungry, uh, jump on monstercookiesandandmore.com. Uh, and you can check out the website and see some of these fabulous creations. Let's see, I see cinnamon bread. Oh man, gluten-free coffee shop looks amazing.
1: Yeah, I'll have to ship some of those cookies to you. Ah,
0: oh, that would be uh, that would be really cool. Then I can I can hold them up and and flash them around <laughs> yeah. to everybody and and say yeah that that would be wonderful. But uh, yeah, you got a you got a whole line of of different things that you do so. Um you know I'm I'm sure so wait a minute, let me backtrack first. How you, you took your leave of absence for a year mm-hmm. get the business going. Did you ever go back?
1: No, I didn't.
0: <laughs> I didn't <laughs> think the first I year, I was
1: doing good and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump in feet first. And you know, I um I just totally jumped into it. I did not, I had to backtrack a little bit. I hooked up with you and I small business. Um here in cedar falls and they were absolutely wonderful they they helped me with um questions that i had and different things getting started i had to backtrack a little on some things that i didn't know i should have done at the beginning and Mm -hmm. um got all that stuff figured out and uh but they are they were a wonderful resource for this area so any entrepreneurs or people starting business and i'm sure that they have that type of a program all over Um, but, uh, they were great for me, you know, to get things started. I had a wonderful advisor and she was, um, fantastic. Even after she left the business, I continued to work with her because she was just a wealth of knowledge for me.
0: So, yeah, Yeah, that, you know, that's one of the things I used to ask a lot about, um, and I would term it more like, uh, you know, did you have mentors and, and people that helped you along the mm-hmm. way? But that's exactly what what this is. And is, is you and I said that like an incubator uh, for small business? Like, or?
1: Sorry, University of Northern Iowa. OK, that's the
0: college. Yep, that's, yep. That. that's OK. I just just wanted to clarify because uh, I'm I'm all the way across the country over in North Carolina. And um, yeah, I'm, I miss some of the school acronyms at times. But, you know, there there are incubators, there's, you know, um, there's a ton of different resources out there for small businesses, you know, all the way from oh, yeah. all the way from the small business um, um, administration. Lost. Yes, thank you, Yep,
1: thank you, thank yep. You. small business yep, administration, at
0: SBA.gov, I think it is, and then there's SCORE, yes. S-C-O-R-E, which is you know can be helpful. Um, so a lot of free resources that you can access uh, as a small business owner and um, kudos to you for doing that. And, and I'm sure that it helps you along your journey, um, you know, to, to get this, get this thing rolling because you only had a year to get it, get it profitable enough to support yourself and replace that income you were making. And how long has it been now that you've been really full time into monster cookies?
1: So this, I just finished up my seventh year this summer so when i started in my home kitchen um that only lasted like a couple of months and we had to start construction on the basement so i have a full commercial kitchen in my basement um with uh, storage and and my office is down here and um all of that so yeah the the kitchen upstairs did not last not last very long at all so
0: yeah and it- it made for some hard work trying to crank out a bunch of orders with one uh, regular <laughs> oven in the kitchen, right?
1: Yes, yes. Now I have two side-by-side convection ovens and uh, bakery racks and lots of space and a three-compartment sink, and everything is wonderful. So,
0: yeah, It makes a big difference when you have the, the tools in place. Oh,
1: yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah, um, so that was only seven months in, so... Let me ask you this for all our other small business owners out there. You had to do a full commercial kitchen build out that had to cost a little bit of money. How were you able to, um, to finance that? And I know I didn't ask ask you this ahead of time. I'm just curious. Did you, did you have funds or did you have to uh, go and seek funding? And so how did that go? um,
1: We just took out a home equity loan to take care of the business part. And then I just, you know, repaid it with business money to take, to take care of it. So yeah, it I, worked out okay. Well,
0: that was simple and easy and, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, creates a, a write-off <laughs> for you as well on your, on your, absolutely. <laughs> hey, just curious, are you, uh, did you set the business up as a LLC or, um, are you just sole proprietorship? Sole proprietor. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. So all those earnings and, and things from the business just flow through to your 1040 and um, I guess you do a Schedule C at the end of the year.
1: Yes. Yep. And I get all my paperwork together and um, I have everything told. That I do all of that stuff myself. I do payroll myself. I do a lot of stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. no, I, I, I understand. I'm a, I'm a small business owner as well. And you have to kind of do everything um, until you get big enough. You have to really suffer through the growing pains until you get big enough to afford to Get some help, and uh, you know, even then it hurts. <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: because then you're you're you don't want to shell out all that money. Yeah. But after a while, it's kind of worth it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you have to kind of kind of look at it as an investment. You know, is that if yes. I invest this money in in other things or other people or technology or whatever today, it's going to pay off. You know, tomorrow, um, and that's that's the mentality because otherwise you're going to constrain your growth if um if you continue to try to do it yourself you just can't do but so much right
1: yes i agree with that 100
0: have you have you had to bring in anyone in the kitchen yet or are you still handling all the baking and
1: i do all of the baking the only um the only thing that um that I don't do now as much as the protein balls. I do have people that help me with those, but, um, but I do have a helper here all of the time, helping with dishes and clean up and just taking care of things just so that I can keep moving, yeah. um, and baking, you know, nonstop without having to shut up and off and do all of that kind of stuff. So.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a big help. I'm sure.
1: Oh yeah. It's huge. I couldn't do it mm. without them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's awesome. So let's you know we talked earlier about some of the challenges that are facing uh, the the food service industry um, today, and and staffing is is a big one. That may not be one for you, but um, what about the other two—the shortages and the the food pricing or ingredient pricing—in uh, your case, how is how has that been affecting your business?
1: Um, the shortages have have affected me the most. Um, there has been some price increases on some of my products that I use, but the shortages were just crazy. I mean, like you would go and it would just be random things. You would go to the store to stock up on your, your usual list. And like the shelf would be empty for weeks on this one particular product. And then I'd have to be searching around town for as, you know, whatever I could, you know, scramble to get, uh, for the things that I need. I tried you know, doing some online shopping and trying to find different resources to to get things as far as that goes. Um, so that was probably the most frustrating part for me.
0: It did. You know, I would imagine in the baking business, um, I, I'm assuming you have recipes uh, built out with all your ingredients for, for everything that you're making. So yep. if, you, if you have to change up an ingredient, does, I mean, does that change the recipe? Does it change the taste? Um
1: not too often and it's not too often that i would have to change an ingredient that would alter the taste very drastically you know by any means but um just those rare occasions where i would have to use a different brand or or something like that
0: yeah i was just curious if it if it would you know come all the way down to the taste but but i guess the impact then that you probably have is is your price control um, because you're you're planning on your cost of that ingredient being you know
1: so right three dollars right.
0: or ten dollars or whatever, and then you have to run around town or online and get it, and now it's twenty dollars. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I could see why how that would that would be hurtful. Did you make a, a an adjustment in your pricing, or have you made an adjustment in pricing
1: on a couple of things? um, I've raised a few prices here and there on a few items, but um, nothing too drastically.
0: And, and is there any other things you can do to, to to make up that that loss of profit? Is there any other ways to reduce costs in, in your particular business that you found uh, didn't hurt um, too bad, but helped the bottom line?
1: For me, I mean, when I was having to search for different things, I was able to find different places that were offering things cheaper. Mm
0: -hmm. So then
1: that kind of balanced out some of the higher prices that I was having to pay. Um, And then finding a new resource to have that kind of stuff, you know, available to me. And um, so that, that did help a lot, you know, finding new, new sources, even though I was kind of pushed into finding them, but it, you know, balanced out in the end.
0: Do do you find yourself buying larger or more in bulk than you did before? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you're stocking up when you find something, you're like, give it all to me.
1: Yep. <laughs> Sometimes I'm the one going and wiping out the shelves because I want to make sure that I don't run out again. <laughs> yeah.
0: Which, you know, which is uh, the, the, then you got money tied up in inventory. So, you know, you, you yeah. can take that, but so far and uh, then you got to get the bacon and, and get to selling. So let's, let's talk about that for a minute. Kind of the the. You know how you built your customer base, and and again, there's another question I didn't I didn't throw out there earlier to sure. you to prepare for, but I'm just curious how you built it up over the years to to become you know successful.
1: Um, I had uh, I just had a lot of people that were very true to me from the very beginning, and they um you know word of mouth advertising is the absolute best advertising there is out there at it. All, all other advertising, um, word of mouth is the best. And the people that um, were very faithful to me did a good job with that. So I was able to get a good following as far as people um, placing orders. Um, when I started uh, in the retail business, um, honestly, I would just take like a whole bag of samples, a little bit of everything that I did. And I would just march into stores and just ask to speak to a manager and um just show them what i got and uh say hey would you be interested in, in selling my products here and so um that's how i did it at the beginning and that's how i still do it and um i'm finally at the point after seven years where i've actually had people contact me and uh-huh. say hey i think we'd like to have some of your stuff in our store or you know somebody told me about this and i think we'd like to try it out or You know, can you come show me what you have? And um, so that's really exciting for me to not have to do that um, anymore. And people are coming to me. So,
0: well, yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, I hadn't seen that on your website and I was going to ask you about it. So um, on the website itself, you've got like 14 different businesses locally that are reselling your product um and and that's awesome so um is it set up so that like you're you go by there once a week and refill them or once every day or how does the distribution kind of piece work
1: um depending on how big that retailer is um uh, several of them i do on a weekly basis so i will like make their order deliver it to them that same day, like at the end of the day or the very next morning. And all of my product is freezeable, So they, um, they keep it frozen and then they pull it out and, uh, date it and, and sell it in store, um, on their end. Um, some, some businesses are every other week and, um, it just depends on, on how they're doing them, but a good majority of them are weekly. Yeah.
0: Um, and but are those some of the deliveries you were talking about this morning?
1: Yep, <laughs> yep. I had to <laughs> deliver one, deliver one this morning. So
0: yeah, that's well. But but it's good because you know I, I'm assuming that that business from the for many of those those resellers are just are um, you know fairly regular income you know for you yes. that you can count on. So that's that's a big part because your business is. You know you, you could have volume spikes up and down, and it makes it you know makes it difficult when the revenues is like that. Um, yes, you know, it the, does. The, the plan <laughs> so so these this distribution model kind of gives you a, a little bit of a more level uh, sense of what what you got coming in each day or each each month. Um, have you Are you selling to them at like a wholesale price and then they they're retailing it, or how does how does yep. that? Work?
1: Yep. I just have a base price and I, they can charge whatever they want. So whatever they think they can get out of it, then that's what they put on it. So.
0: Yeah. cool. Very good for you. Um, let's see, we talked about kind of how you got in, in, in here and got everything started with uh, monster cookies and more. Um, you know, we talked about some of the challenges that that you're facing and that really all uh, restaurants and food service businesses are facing. Um, you know, with prices and shortages um, marketing side uh, we or selling side, we've kind of talked about your distribution model marketing wise, are you doing anything um, outside of social media? To, to um, to
1: I, I advertise on the radio. So I do have a weekly radio ad and I'm like the birthday sponsor for one of our local um, radio stations. Uh-huh. So I've been doing that for almost from the beginning like I was at, it was probably about a year in. So I've been with them for at least six years um, and that's been successful. And I do some other things with them randomly throughout the year for different events and and that kind of stuff. So that's a good, um, good outlet as far as that go. And I've done some random advertising in the paper and um, just different types of things, trying to see what um, works the best for me not all advertising outlets for my business work quite the same as what they would for others. So, you know, I've taken a hit on a lot of advertising costs here and there trying to, trying to find the right thing, but.
0: um, Haven't we all? Yeah. Yeah. Those are, those are hard lessons. Um, And, and you just have to learn to, at some point you get, you get hardened and, and are able to say no when people come calling. That
1: okay. took me a long time. That was that, cause I'm a yes girl. So um that was probably one of the hardest challenges for me is to say no to yeah. to anything, to to donations, to to advertising, to the the list goes on and on and on. And I've gotten a little bit better at it,
0: so yeah, right. and, and to customers as well. Um, yeah, you know, so some sometimes. Business owners um, want to be all things to all people, and um, you end up, you know, creating more work for yourself than uh, you're able to to recover. You know, from a price standpoint. So you kind of learn with with experience there too, is to to things that you know you don't want to do. Yes, <laughs> but it's, but it's still hard. It's still hard to say no. You know, because it's like, oh, new business. Oh, but look what I would have to do. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, so that, that's a challenge for everybody, but, but I encourage all our listeners, um, especially, uh, the, the newer entrepreneurs, um, to, to really be careful about what business you do take, because if it's, you know, going to, if it, if it creates a great opportunity for future business, then, you know, maybe it's worthwhile, but if it's a one-off and it's a lot of work, um, and it's not part of what you do, then, uh, avoid it, get away, run. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, that's, that's good advice. Good advice. And thank you for, for kind of sharing that because uh, again, I didn't, I didn't really prep you on the marketing side. I was just curious as to the best way to grow. And, and speaking of that, I believe I remember an online, um, do you have online shopping? Yeah. I see I see a basket. Yeah. How's, how's that part of your business doing?
1: Um, uh, it does. Okay. Uh, I would say it's the very minimal part of my business. Um, I, people do it more for convenience, I think, but um, the majority of my pickup calls and deliveries, people just call me. I mean, they call me or, or they text me or, they, you know, they, um, you know, see me in the grocery store and they they're like, Hey, can I get a dozen monster cookies tomorrow? And yeah. that, yep. And, and that's, that's how I do it. So people just, However they get a hold of me, they get a hold of me. I'll wake up to orders in the morning when I wake up. So
0: I was going to say, so when you, when you need to sell something, you just go roam in the streets and go to <laughs> the store and go to the gym and get any coffee yeah. shop, anywhere you can go. People are, are, hey, I got a birthday coming up. How about one of those big Mont super ones? Uh, super yes. Um, yes. And
1: yep. I have, um, so I have a shirt. Everybody knows me as the cookie lady. That's what everybody calls me as the cookie lady. And so I have I have a a shirt that I wear sometimes, and it it says on the back it says you might know me as the cookie lady.
0: Oh that's cool.
1: Uh, yeah, so it's pretty pretty cute, and uh,
0: good, but yeah, good advertising. And and uh, <laughs> is, is your business there in Waterloo? Is that where you grew up?
1: Yes, all my life. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, yeah, so you know some people.
1: Yep, I know a lot of people.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it certainly doesn't hurt, and you know, online, um, you know, the online business is is out there. It's, but it's, you know, I think something for for anybody in in a, in a business like yours, um, you've got to really decide that you want to work that that avenue to try to try to grow outside your local area, um, and uh, you know, if you if you can freeze this product. Um, and, and ship it frozen and then you gotta, you gotta kind of, have you dug into the shipping costs and all that kind of stuff to, to figure out if this is something you'd want to do?
1: I do ship. Um, I ship to people who place orders. I've shipped all over, you know, the United States for different people, Mm -hmm. you know, that'll place an order. Um, I, they just pay the shipping. So, um, like I said. It's a minimal part of my business right now. That's just not um I think online business is absolutely wonderful and it would be great for, for certain businesses. For me, I'm kind of technology challenged. So it's kind of on the lower end of my <laughs> on the lower end of my spectrum. Uh I, I would like to be more personable with people and just, you know, be out there, everybody knowing me. So
0: and you, you like the face to face yeah interaction. yes uh, with your customers. and And you know that that online market is is totally mm-hmm. different. But you know hopefully with with our podcast, we'll pick up some listeners um, you know to to hear that you know maybe all across the u s. And, and I encourage those that are not in Waterloo, Iowa, um to check out her website, which we'll put up on the screen again um, here toward the end and uh, and order something, get you some monster Cookies, yeah. and, and try them out. And tell all your friends on social media, and um, who knows, you might get a boost in that, that online business, and um, you'll be calling me back before long, saying, "What have you done? What have you done?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't get to see anybody. I'm working like crazy and just ship, ship, ship. But uh, that 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 would be nice uh, to yeah. to share your your wonderful uh, food items, uh, uh, wonderful. Uh, cookies and and everything else at protein bars and and all that, um, you know with other people who don't normally have the opportunity to to be, to work with you and to to have that uh, experience. so I sure. hope I hope it continues to go go well for you. and and as we kind of get toward closing up um, on on this particular podcast, I'd love to ask uh, if you have any um, advice for uh, some of our our newer entrepreneurs or maybe just getting started, whether it be a, you know, maybe it's specific toward bakers, um, or you know, any other business. I'd I'd love to to get a couple of pearls of wisdom from you. Um,
1: I think any business is is pretty much going to be straight across the board when it comes to certain things. And um, if you love what you do, people know it. Like like they can tell. And um, you know, that's I still get excited today when somebody has my cookie for the first time. You know, I've been doing this for, you know, some years now, so it's still exciting for me and it, it and it shows, it shows when, when you love what you do. Uh,
0: I, I think that's a great point and, and trying to figure out what, what it is that you love is, is really the hard part sometimes. Yes, uh, it is. <laughs> or taking the things that you know you love and figuring out how to make a business out of. It.
1: Yeah, because yeah. I love cookies. <laughs>
0: who doesn't Uh, i'm gonna send you a t-shirt with a cookie monster on the front i'm sure you've seen one one.
1: i love cookie monster he's my little i have a little cookie monster that rides in my van with me and all kinds of stuff
0: oh that's awesome awesome. (laughs) that is terrific well thank you so much uh, tracy for for joining us today on this this podcast and um, i know time kind of flies when we're talking about your business but um, again, for all our listeners, uh, it's Tracy Beyer and her business is Monster Cookies and More out of Waterloo, Iowa. Again, the website will be on the screen. So please go check her out uh, online if you're not nearby. And if you are nearby and haven't placed an order lately, shame on you. Get an order in. Um, Thanks for having me. Uh, you're you're very welcome. Thank you for taking time to uh, come on the show and, and share your experience and um, you know, uh, a lot really about your business and the, the things that you've gone through to get where you are today. And congratulations on your success. Thank you. You are welcome. And for all our listeners, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Local Leaders Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jeff Johnson, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Local Leaders Podcast. You can find us at www.jeffzpodcast.com or jeffcjohnson.com And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Thanks again for listening and be sure to come back every Monday and Wednesday for our next episode.